history was made earlier in the year when the city of Buffalo, in the Democratic primary, elected India Walton, a former union organizer who would become the first socialist mayor of a major city in decades. Uh, the general election, of course, later in November, but in Buffalo, as most of New York State, whoever wins the Democratic primary uh, in, in a municipal election uh, wins the general election, except right now, because she ousted the sitting uh, mayor of Buffalo, there is a battle to stop her uh, from becoming mayor to the point where they are really talking about on the city council getting rid of the mayor and the office of the mayor itself. Joining me to talk about what's happening is Igor Darius of Salon.com, staff writer. Welcome to the program, and I hope I said your last name right. <laughs> it's close enough, but uh, thanks, a lot. thanks for having me on again. <laughs> thanks. Uh, so uh, how do you say it, by the way? I just want to make sure. It's Igor Darius. Darius, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, I, I gotta get it. I gotta get it right. Okay, so no worries. Next uh, talk, time. talk a little bit about what happened uh, in back earlier this year uh, in the election and and why it was so groundbreaking and really got a lot of attention nationally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Walton has a really unlikely success story. You, know, you want to go back? She was a young teen mom uh, at fourteen, moved into a group home for teen teen moms, but. She continued to get an education and went, went and became a nurse. Uh, there she became a union organizer. And last year she became uh, really active during the Black Lives Matter protests after the killing of George Floyd. And, you know, she made some local headlines in Buffalo uh, going after Mayor Byron Brown for his handling of uh, this widely reported incident where police shoved a 75-year-old protester and knocked him to the ground, hospitalized them with a brain injury, and the city basically defended the cops' actions. So shortly after that, in December, she launched her campaign as a democratic socialist, and she was you know, largely dismissed by the mainstream press. Remember Brown? He's been the mayor for 15 years. He's a major player in the New York political machine. He's been in politics since the early 90s. He ran the state Democratic Party until a couple of years ago. He's a longtime ally of, uh, well, now former Governor Andrew Cuomo. So everything, I, everyone I think assumed Brown would win pretty easily. He refused to debate her at all during the primary. He outraged her more than three to one during the, that race. But uh, Walton, who got the backing of the Working Families Party, she managed to pull off a huge upset, beating him by seven points. Uh, running on a platform to basically reform the city's police department and focus on helping lower income areas. And yeah, she made, like you said, national headlines about how she was set to become the first socialist mayor of a major city since the 1960s. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, Democrats outnumber Republicans seven to one here. So not only, not only are Republicans not likely to win, they didn't even field a candidate for this race. So as of right now, she's the only person on the ballot. But her win triggered this massive freak out among business interests and real estate developers. And real estate developers are, you know, very powerful all over New York, but definitely in Buffalo. And um, Carl Palladino, he's a billionaire real estate developer. New Yorkers might remember him uh, from his failed 2010 run for governor, where he ran as a Tea Party Republican and lost to Cuomo by about 30 points. And then he was ousted from his job on the Buffalo School Board after making some racist comments about the Obamas and other things. Uh, so he's 
started immediately trashing Walton and the Buffalo press and recruiting business interests to try to stop Walton from becoming mayor. And amid this freak out over this Democratic Socialist coming in, Brown comes back after losing. And he starts decrying her as a radical socialist and declares that he's going to run uh, as a right-wing candidate in November. So now the Republicans and big business interests and are basically teaming up with some of his establishment Democratic allies, sort of rallying behind and planning to raise massive amounts of money uh, to prevent Walton from winning. And, you know, there's been some dirty play uh, around the same time. You know, Brown sort of urged reporters to dig dig deeper into Walton's history. And, you know, Buffalo news outlets have, since the primary, published some fairly sensationalized reports about her past. You know, there was one story how she was ordered to pay back $295 with the food stamps like 20 years ago because she didn't report her income on time. Uh, there was another one about a state lien filed uh, against her and her ex-husband over like 750 bucks in unpaid taxes like, again, 15 years ago. Uh, maybe the most egregious one, I thought, was uh, based on a report from a few years ago uh, from her former landlord who alleged that her friend was selling drugs out of her home. And the Buffalo News reported it, even though it couldn't find any evidence that that was the case, and the police wow. never found any evidence that was the case, and they published the story anyway. Um, so that the, the Erie Democratic Party, uh, which includes Buffalo, declared that Walton was basically their candidate uh, after the race. And then after these news reports came out, uh, Jeremy Zellner, he's the chairman of the party. He said the party hasn't officially endorsed her and said, we don't know what else is out there. Um, for what it's worth, after I published the article, uh, spokesman for the party said that they are planning to formally endorse Walton uh, this Thursday. But while that's going on, Brown has submitted this petition, uh, which has a large number of out-of-state Republican signatures um, to get on the ballot for this made-up Buffalo party. And Zellner, who long with being the head of the party and a longtime Brown ally, is also one of the county's election commissioners. So he and the Republican commissioner are going to have to decide whether to let Brown on the ballot. And Walton has long accused Zellner of using his role to try to undermine her campaign. Other progressives that are running Buffalo have said that he's used his role to, quote, attack progressive candidates. So this ballot petition could be huge for Brown. Um, there's, there's polls right now that suggest he's ahead, but it's a pretty tough climb for any write-in candidate to win any like big race, especially in a city as big as Buffalo. So now, like you mentioned, uh, while all this is happening, the Buffalo Common Council, which is made up entirely of Democrats, voted last month to study uh, replacing the city's mayor entirely uh, with a city manager who, instead of being elected by the voters, would be picked by a majority of the council members. And it's not entirely clear that this was aimed at kneecapping Walton, but if the vote came like a few weeks after she won and uh, the study has to be completed by October, so about two weeks before the election. Um, several experts have told me that actually replacing the mayor would require a citywide ballot referendum. So it's not, not something that could be done before the election. It's not something the council could do on its own, but it's some, definitely something to watch uh, going forward. There was some pushback from council members who voted against it. They warned that it would be undemocratic. It would strip, you know, the city's it's voters of power. And, right. Yeah. It's just And Buffalo actually studied this issue like 10 years ago, and they, they, they basically said or found that this whole city manager system that they're trying to dredge up has historically been a way for entrenched white politicians to retain power in uh, cities with changing racial demographics. Right. And that is so much at the heart of this, I think, as well, 
uh, racism. And yes, the current mayor is black, but he's been very much a part of the establishment in Buffalo, and she has been mm-hmm. pushing against that. And I think they can still kind of, you know, without being overt, kind of point out or point to her as somebody uh, alien and the socialist label is a way to sort of, you know, do that without using racist terminology as well. Yeah, there's been a lot of fear-mongering about her being a socialist, which, you know, she's pushed back on. She's a democratic socialist. She's, you know, she's from the Bernie Sanders wing of the party. But look, I mean, establishment Democrats have been working for years now to try to stop this growing progressive movement inside the party. You know, we saw that in the Hillary-Bernie race uh, in, in the primary where the DNC really tried to undercut his campaign. We saw that in the last uh, primary where it looked like Sanders was the early front runner before all the major centrists dropped out and backed Biden uh, right ahead of the South Carolina primary. And we saw that uh, earlier this month in uh, Ohio where the establishment Democrats really got together with some dark money groups and went all in on preventing Nina Turner, who's another strong Sanders ally, from winning a primary in uh, Ohio for a special election there. Right. And so uh, this effort, I mean, Brown almost said immediately he would be thinking about running uh, as a uh, third, you know, putting his name on the ballot uh, and a write-in campaign. How successful uh, do political analysts believe that would be? So it's really difficult for a writing candidate to win, but it's been done before. I mean, I think the most uh, high-profile case was Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, where she lost the Republican primary, but then announced a pretty successful campaign uh, and won largely thanks to her name recognition, along with being a senator for a long time. Her dad was also a politician in Alaska. But, uh, you know, the attacks, the fear-mongering has been pretty effective. There was a poll that came out uh, from a local news outlet uh, about a week ago. It, it has... Uh, Brown um, with leading by about 10 points. So I don't know how much faith he would put in that number again if he doesn't make the ballot, which right now is up in the air. Uh, as a writing candidate, it'd be probably hard for him to pull off numbers like that, but the, the poll does and show that he has I, considerably higher favorables. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering is what do the polls say at this point? Uh, because the party, you know, the, the Erie County Democratic Party, immediately got behind India Walton and then, um, you know, pulled their support. And, and you write about the uh, party chair and his conflicts of interest. Um, is it because of polling? Did they see any polling of any kind or, uh, you know, are any of these attacks really landing? Uh, and, you know, is it something that they're just trying to impose versus are they looking at polling that she's lost support? Right. Well, I think that happened a little bit before there were any real polls in the race. Um, I think the news stories, even though, again, I mean, we're talking about trivial finds like years and years ago, really landed. I mean, they got a lot of play right after the primary. That was like the big political story at the time. And a lot of the Democrats that were already uncomfortable with her uh, expressed that discomfort very publicly at the time, which is unusual for the the county Democratic Party chair to go on record and saying that he's put off by some of the the stories. I guess his reasoning was that we don't know what else is out there. Right. And so where do you see this going now? Uh, How realistic is it that there will be 
the abolition of the mayor? Uh, how realistic is it that uh, Brown really pulls this out? Uh, will India Walton become mayor? So the replacing the mayor would, would be a long process. So, I mean, that would have to go to the voters, and the voters would have to decide that probably in a future election if it does make it that far. I think Brown is definitely set to put up a very strong challenge. There's a lot of big money coming in, especially from out of state, to prevent her from becoming the mayor. Um, a lot, I think, hinges on whether Brown gets on the ballot, which that decision's coming in the next few days. Uh, if, if he's on the ballot, just name recognition alone could definitely help him. You know, it's just him and Walton. And whereas she edged him out among a Democrat, uh, about 100,000 Democratic voters that voted in the primary, it's going to be a very different race when you have a, a lot of, even though there's not a lot of Republicans in, right. in the city, a lot of Republican angst about someone like Walton. Uh, you know, she has some pretty interesting proposals. She's, she's calling for like a citywide land trust federation with Democratic decision-making and stronger protection for renters. She won big with renters in, in, in her primary. Uh, she's calling for a massive overhaul of police, ending police involvement with uh, mental health calls, creating an unarmed uh, public security force. And, you know, there's a lot of proposals also to, you know, just help expand food access, focus on improving schools instead of replacing them with charters, improving streets. So, like, she's really trying to uh, appeal to that that, base, that populist base. And a lot of the big progressive groups like the Working Families Party have, have taken notice of a lot of what's happening. And they're also trying to counter some of the conservative and big donor efforts by, by helping her out themselves. And just one other quick question. Uh, Kathy Hochul was um, sworn in today as the governor, of course, after uh, Andrew Cuomo resigned, first woman uh, to be um, governor of New York. Um, and she is from Erie County. That's where her political mm -hmm. career began. And she's from Hamburg uh, right there. And, you know, she's part of the Democratic establishment. Has she weighed in at all about this? So I haven't seen a statement from her on any of this, but she has. She she did throw her support behind uh, Walton after she won the primary. They've been picked her together. I think they attended some events together. So I think definitely allies much more so than Walton would have been with the previous governor. Very interesting. Yes, uh, it'll be interesting to watch. And thanks so much for coming on again today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me back. Igor Darish, who is a staff writer at Salon. Follow him at Igor Darish, D-E-R-Y-S-H on Twitter. We're back in a couple of minutes.